Hello and welcome to episode three of the TNS Wrestling Show. I am Sam Watts and I am joined by my co-host, who knows the most, he knows a lot more than me, it's Terry Bloody Johnson. How you doing, Terry? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I don't know about knowing the most. I kind of forgot most of it. Ah, you all come together. Uh, we, we have to wing this. Yeah, we've um we've struggled for the last couple of weeks to actually get together. We've had we've had COVID. We've had tonsillitis. We've had diarrhea. We've had sickness. Can we add to that? I'm not sure. Um, no, I don't think so. I think we've covered most of that. Yeah, it's been a tough. It's been a tough month. It has nearly been a month since we've last um. Record, you know, done a recording. Yeah, it's been a while, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, but anyway, we're we're actually so we're, tonight we're talking about D Generation X. So our intention was to do a uh, do this recording the night of the twenty um, fifth anniversary reunion on Raw. Yeah, which was two weeks ago. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago now. Yeah, so yeah, we're a little bit late. To, well, we're a bit late to the party. <laughs> yeah, we are, but we we're here now, and we're going to talk about probably our favourite faction in the wrestling business. Um, tell me, tell me about DX, and the, when when I say D Generation X to you, yeah, what do you think? Um, I think a bunch of friends having a good time. Yeah, it's that, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's just. You know, you you had a lot of um, lot of like interesting like people in DX like going back bef- prior to DX. Uh, there were a lot of them apart from Shawn Michaels, like X Park and Road Dog and Billy Gunn. They were like below mid carders, and I think like DX just elevated their careers like to a next level. But the um, no, well, what about you? See, you- for me, there's. there's- when I think of DX, I I think more about the um, the era where Shawn Michaels wasn't actually in it. I think about oh, okay. like late ninety nine, two thousand DX. Yeah, that that's that kind of you know it goes with me quicker, and I don't I don't know why. I think because when when I was watching you know WWE at the time, you know. I, I like DX, but it just didn't it didn't grasp me enough. I was just still obsessed with Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. You know, it it I, you know, yes, he had the he had this faction, but it wasn't until yeah, I would say I would say nineteen ninety nine is when, yeah. which in in a way nineteen ninety nine for DX was is all over the place actually. It was yeah, quite messy. It was a messy year because obviously Triple H joined the corporation and you know Billy and China joined yeah, the corporation. Yeah, yeah. It, it was all it was all a mess, wasn't it? Yeah. But I I think about more around like SummerSlam '99 onwards until well until almost you so, know late part of 2000. So you kind of liked it when Stephanie McMahon, Tory, Tory, whatever her name is, just Tory. Yeah, just Tory. Just Tory. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You yeah. liked it more. I did. McMahon I did. Helmsley kind of DX. But obviously, I because we've had that opportunity to go back yeah. and look at it. Don't get me wrong; I totally appreciate what they started. Yeah. Um, but I think my favourite times of DX were, or some of my favourite times were probably around that time, which I don't think a lot of people would agree with at all, and probably you know question me on why I say that. Mm. It's, it's an odd answer. I. Yeah, I kind of agree with you though. Yeah, because I just feel like the '98. Everyone's gonna always say '98 DX is the best because because they, they were the biggest baby face. Yeah, yeah. And they were, but then you got to think like Triple H wasn't the game. Mm. He, yeah, 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 yeah. I like Triple H when he turned into the game, like the top, and then like 2000s, early 2000 when you had like DX back together. Mm-hmm. You had the Outlaws, they were like reformed. Yeah. With like Xbox and Road Dog and that. But you had that Triple H, the leader. Where 98, he, he wasn't that leader. He was playing the leader part, carrying Shawn Michaels' legacy over. Definitely, yeah. But he just didn't seem like that massive top star leader. Oh, no, because you think in 98, I you, you think Steve Austin, Kane, and The Undertaker were mm-hmm. pretty much on yeah. top that. Majority of that year, yeah, and later part, of course, the Rock, yeah. But the um, again, they weren't right at the top. No, I think Triple H was about fifth on the pecking order from the 
top babyface mm. during the 98 period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and, even behind like Mick Foley. That he wasn't the Triple H. And I think as well, bloody hell, pardon me, that coffee's got <laughs> to me. The um, the DX, you know, late 1999 to 2000, they were, they were heels. Yeah. Triple H was the world champion. Yeah. You know, and I, I think the I think the New Age Outlaws might have been tag champions around that time. Yeah, I think they were like around that run. Yes, not for long. Maybe I know they lost it before WrestleMania two thousand, but around that early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I remember that it was. If you think of Royal Rumble two thousand, the Outlaws go against APA. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, yeah, it, we're we're in the, we're talking about the right kind of time. Yeah, and I, I yeah I I loved it around that time. I loved how. You know, it eventually, I know Billy would go off and have uh, No Way Out 2000 or just prior to that SmackDown before he injures his shoulder. Yeah. And he's out. He's yeah. out until the later part of two, year 2000. Yeah. And um, so DX is carrying on with uh, without Billy. Yeah. But, you know, it's the McMahon-Helmsley era thing that's all come together alongside DX. China never went back in, did she, in 2000? No. Because no, of Stephanie and... I would have always liked to have known what that would have been like, though. Yeah. You know. It would have been interesting. Because oh, China went off with Eddie. Yeah. And helped Eddie's career. Quite you know, well. I think they helped each other. Yeah. yeah. But um, there was one there was one little stint in the later part of 2000 where Triple H, China, and Billy Gunn are in a six-man tag match yeah. against I have no idea who. Yeah. And possibly the Radicals. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something that we should have looked up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was. Um, I know it was a six-man tag because they came out together, and I think around that time was probably the last time that we ever saw much of DX really from that until yeah, well until we well until the other parts were which we'll we'll get to later on. Yeah, yeah, we'll touch base. But um, anyway, yeah. So for me, DX, I th- I think of that time. I think it's a special time. I like I like the fact the heels. Yeah. I like the fact they're involved in the McMahon, ha- McMahon family, Joe Briscoe, Pat Patterson, and all that. You know, I'm going to be honest. I I never liked DX Babyfaces. Didn't you? Okay, no. right. '97 when he started. Yeah, Hills. Yeah, good, new, fresh. 2000s, like we said, like end of '99, 2000. Triple yeah. H is the leader. Hill, great. The '98, it was. We just talked about that. Yeah. And then the reform, reforming in 2006, DX is kind of PG. It just went the same. It was never going to be the same. So to me, Hill DX mm. was always better than Babyface DX. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't like Babyface DX. Yeah. I, I don't get me wrong. I was 100% entertained by Babyface DX. Yeah, yeah, same. you got to think, though, if it wasn't for them in 98, we wouldn't have seen some boobies on TV when we were <laughs> that young. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to give them that. Uh, they made my childhood. I'll give them that. Yeah, they definitely made mine, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I did like I did like Babyface DX, but I didn't put them against the Hill DX. I'd rather have the Hill DX any day. 100%. But yeah, no, Babyface DX in 98 was good. Like, the fuse with the nation and that. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. So, on our last episode, we spoke about WWE One Night Only in September of 1997. Yeah. Which we're basically going back, we're turning back the clock a bit. We're going to start around about here, really, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Because it was around this time where, you know, Triple H, Rick Rude, China, and of course, Shawn Michaels are are together in this this faction, uh, this unnamed faction. The unnamed faction. You know, and, um, you know, when we we were talking about it a few weeks back, it was... um, you know, Shawn Michaels is a top, top hill yeah. going into Birmingham, uh, England to defeat British Bulldog, yeah. the European Championship, which is right above my head, by the way. Oh, yeah, he's still there. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, this this is just this is just them planting the seed to what becomes, you know, D-Generation X. Yeah, it's a good way of getting heat that night. My God, it was just... It's a good way to, like... That's the starting point of building a faction. Yeah. Like, there's nothing worse. I've never seen anything worse than that. It was just, it was fucking that explosive, made, wasn't that it? That made the Hulk Hogan um, 96 thing seem like real 
like nothing old. Oh, what's this? When he um... bash at the beach, joining the NWO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like huge. But like, if you're going on like what was worse, like Shawn Michaels beating Bulldog in his own country, his sister in his own country. Like that's pretty bad. That's badass shit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> you can't top. I don't think they've ever topped that since. If you really look into it and break it down. Break it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I gotta chuck that in there every time I can. Yeah. <laughs> but um I don't think you can. You can't um yeah, that's, some, that's some serious hill heat. You can't but you can't um I don't think they've done anything to top that. I don't think they would want to touch that again either. No, no. I mean that was a that was a touchy, touchy time, like you said, with Bulldog's yeah. brother. Uh sorry, sister. Sister, yeah. You know. That's um that's some delicate shit touch. Yeah. And they touched it. Yeah. And it <laughs> yeah, yeah. No wonder they, no wonder the crowd ate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, they they did it. They entertained us, mm. and um, no matter what, even though there was a lot of pissed off, well, there's eleven thousand in attendance, exactly eleven thousand. Yeah, at um, the NEC that night, and they were all pissed off. You know, probably apart from a few girls under thirteen. Yeah, or whatever. And me, know. if I was there. Oh uh, well, yeah. All all the girls love HBK, yeah. no matter what. They're gonna always cheer from over the bulldog. Yeah. But um, yeah. No, that was a mega mega night for a lot of heat. Yeah. You know, I I always thought as well with um with that time, you you think what Sean did at Montreal at the Survivor Series. Yeah. And mm. that major heat. Yeah. To the point, you know, they had, if he was outside the arena, someone could have killed him. Mm. You know. I wonder what what maybe might have been in his mind thinking about his own safety that night at one night only. Because he, he had a lot of heat anyway, didn't he? Yeah, he was getting like bottles chucked in when he was going up the ramp. Yeah. So I, I, I didn't... I, I've always actually... They put Sean Michael in a lot of predicaments in 97. Yeah, yeah. Not only with the Bulldog, but like you say, like with Bret Hart. Yeah, two yeah. M- like two months later, oh, go to Canada, beat the hero, screw it this gonna be screwed yeah yeah you'd be all right with that yeah like, <laughs> sean michaels just did it just did his job yeah well he he's the <laughs> do you know what i always think of sean michaels as the ultimate soldier for vince mcmahon he was yeah he was wasn't he yeah yeah he was he 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 was a yes sir no sir kind of guy he yeah yeah you gotta give it you gotta give it to him yeah i, I wouldn't want that no you got like yeah especially like birmingham as well mm. but that was rowdy it must have been yeah, yeah. I bet he was straight on private jet, gone. Yeah. Back to Texas. Back to Texas, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. So going back to this time, we're, you know, DX is coming together. We're, 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 where are we to? We're about September, it's... September 20 something. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, it's around that. Yeah. It was, um, but yeah, we're nearly there to the point where they announce themselves as the Generation X. Yeah. Which is around um, October thirteenth. October thirteenth. That's when they announce it. They officially come up with their their name for their faction. Yeah. We've uh, we've actually got some. Um, we're going a bit technical here, <laughs> but we've um, we've got this clip where Shawn Michaels and Triple H announce themselves to the Hart Foundation, who they are, and we're gonna um, we're gonna play this clip for you so you can listen. So. Um, we're just moving our microphone to soon, and here we go. Hey, what? Why don't you two degenerates come down here right now and step in the ring with me right now? Either one of you, I don't care. Either one of you, right here, right now. Is he challenging me? Is he challenging us? Is he challenging us? Right now, regularly, I would take him up on this challenge. But you know what I'm not gonna? No, I'm not gonna. I'll tell you what. Because the last time I took him up on the challenge was WrestleMania, and I beat his ass with that stupid piece of tin he's got on his shoulder. And Survivor Series, I'm gonna take that stupid piece of tin you got on your shoulders once again. I beat you, I beat your brother, I beat both your brother in laws, and I'll beat up your whole family if you get in my face one more time. And as far as I'm concerned, Brett Hart, you want a piece of me, huh? You want a piece of me? Come on! I'll take you on hit back. I'll give you the worst thing in your life. Hey, look, wait a second. I did that last week. Oh. I did 
Oh, amen. I got news for you. Sometime during this show, we are going to grow up past. And you talk about us being degenerates. You know what? I'm, I'm tired of Generation X being a bad rap. Are you going to be a degenerate? Are you going to be a degenerate? I mean, I'm, I'm positive I'm one. I guess I'm happy to be one. You know, Generation X always is a bad rap. Everybody calls me degenerate. Degeneration X. Is that us? Degeneration X. Triple H, JRPK, China, Ryerson, Rick. We are the generation that you make the rules and we will break them. Yeah. You guys aren't going to make it to the Survivor Series. You won't make it that far. Wow. Oh, let's just adjust this microphone again. There we go. Try something new there. We tried something new. I'd like to think that worked. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I reckon it will. Yeah. So, um, so did Brett Hart come up with the name then? I think he planted the seed. He planted the seed, yeah. Because, well, he called them a bunch of degenerates. Yeah. So, but watching that clip on a Monday Night Raw. So this was actually uh, the, the Monday Night Raw a week after Hell in a Cell. Was it? Yeah. You see the plaster on Sean's head. Uh, for, what? Um, yeah, yeah. Because you got to think he ha- he had a cut literally from the middle of his forehead down his eye. Yeah. Past his nose. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he said about Survivor Series as well, didn't he? Yeah, they're, they're oh, okay. going up to Survivor Series. The pay per views on notice in '97 very early, like they are, aren't they? Ground Zero was September. Yeah. And you had one night. I know that's British. And then Bad Blood, mm-hmm. which must have been like. Bad Blood was October the 5th, 1997. Oh, so... I only know that because um, Dad's birthday's on October the 7th. That was a yeah. raw after Bad Blood, then. Eight days after Bad Blood. Eight days after Bad Blood, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. So, um, so even at Bad Blood, they weren't even DX. Technically. Technically not, no. They were just together. Yeah. They were just together. Um, but, yeah, no, what, watching that clip is just... Um, <laughs> the, the way the way Sean is trying to hold back Triple H when he's having you know firing back at Brett, it's it's you see like with Triple H though how he was so green in areas there, hundred percent. He was very Sean was the whole vocal piece. Triple H was just yeah, you can see it. You can, you see can it. yeah. And he didn't look comfortable in what he was saying. It mm. was just I always wanted it this time. I always wanted a bit more out of China apart from her not. Just being, she was just there. Yeah. Don't get wrong. Don't don't get me wrong. It was great to have her there, but I always wanted more out of her. See, I'm always wanted a bit more out of Rick Rude. Me too, but he, I know he couldn't wrestle at this point, could he? No, because his back was fucked. But I think he was a better talker than Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Definitely. Like to get the heat, he, mm. like in his in his time, he didn't really say much. He just carried that briefcase. Yeah, he, he was said little bits, but. He was the insurance policy. Yeah. That was it, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, because um, it's not long after this is where he appears on Monday Night Raw and Nitro on the same night. Same night, yeah. I don't think it's far off this. No. So, no, so he didn't make it to Survivor Series. Didn't he? No. So we're very, very close then. It, I would have thought it was either possibly this Raw or the next, maybe mm. the next one, the following one. <clears throat> yeah, something we should have checked. But um, you know, if we if we just take DX out of the equation just for very quickly, yeah, you look at Rick Rude's career, yeah, he he is world champion material, yeah. WWE world champion material. Whether he went to WCW and came back from WCW and he never injured himself, yeah. Did you ever see the video of how he injured himself? Was it his back? It was his back. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think he. Uh, if I remember rightly, he does like a suicide dive, like kind of like through the ropes or something, okay. something like that. And obviously there's a flip and all that. And he, his back literally just lands like on a corner of a, I think it's, I think it's the, the, like the railing or something like that or a lower platform thing. Um, but it, it is pretty horrific. Was it? Remember like when you remember, um, when I haven't seen it. It's a bit, um, Oh, quakey. When was it? When Chris Benoit fucked his back up. Mm. King of the Ring 2001, was it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's on par with that. Yeah. You know, it was pretty bad. No, I can't nothing, say I've seen that one. Nothing like how Sean 
you know, rolled his back over the casket in Rumble 98. Yeah. That didn't look like anything. No. You know, but um, there's an interesting time, you know, when... Uh, you know, was he ever champion, Rick Rude? He's in ICW. Ice- was he ever a world champion? Um, I, th- I think in the early part, yeah, I think he was. I know him as IC, obviously. But... Definitely, yeah, yeah. Because if you... um, Oh, man, where did I see it? Where did I see it? Uh, there was um, a local wrestling show I went to in Gosport years ago. Mm-hmm. And there was a bloke who... God, for the life of me, I don't know his name. But he he must have been involved in the business very, very much so, you know, in the 90s, 80s and 90s. Yeah. And he was telling me and my friend that he had a pair of the tights that Rick Rude uh, used to wear where he had the IC championship oh, yeah. on his tights. Oh. Yeah, because he had, he had a lot of involvement in the... You're talking like late 80s, 90s, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he had. He he told me about that, and I've um, I've never really forgot that, because they're an iconic pair of ring attire for Rick Rude. Yeah, I mean, like, um, didn't he win the IC? I want to say ninety ninety. He beat Warrior, did he? Oh, see, this is way it? before my time. I don't know. Way before my time. Yeah, yeah. I think he did. The Golden Era is just. That's another topic. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a long episode, The Golden Era. <laughs> but we could do that. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I look forward to doing a topic on The Golden Era. Yeah, definitely. Which we definitely would have to do soon. Because I, I would like to just go back, do some research, watch some pay-per-views. Th- this is where... So Try and learn. For, for those of you who might know us personally, Terry's brother, Darren, is a huge Golden Era fan. The Golden Era, yeah. He is the Golden Era boy of any wrestling fan that we know. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> That would be the kind of thing I'd love to get him involved in. Yeah. We can get the technology to work. Yeah, yeah. It could work. Yeah. It could work, actually. Yeah, he knows his golden era. Yeah. Because he's not here in the same room as us, it could, yeah, we could make that work. He likes a warlord. Yeah, yeah. Tugboat. Tugboat, yeah. <laughs> it, it goes on and on, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't think it'd be a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes. <laughs> I'll I'll give it a fifty-five. That'd yeah. be my push. Seconds. Yeah. Oh well. Hold on. Five minute fifty-five. There's so much you can talk about Randy Savage, isn't there? Yeah. How great he was. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Degeneration X. We're coming up to Survivor Series. Yeah. Where um the, the inevitable happens. We all know what happens. Yeah. Sean defeats Brett. It's the Montreal screw job. He's still you know DX is a big thing now. Yeah. It's happening. Um. But at this point, it's just the three. There's no more Rick Rude. It's no. just HBK, Triple H, and China. Um, Do you feel like they needed more members in 97? Not quite yet, no. 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 I do think when... Because if they were trying to bring him up to make him a threat, so to speak, for the Heart Foundation, they had like four members. They did at this members. point, yeah, because Pillman's dead. Yeah. So like, I feel like they would like. I don't think personally he needed anyone else. No, I agree. But I'm quite glad he didn't. But I could see him trying to do that. So originally, I thought the plan was when he brought um, DX, made him. Because they were just chucked together so random. There was no teaser Shawn Michaels ever going heel in 97. Mm. Like from. I, I went over the whole year from Royal Rumble to SummerSlam and Babyface. Mm-hmm. Clean. Yeah, yeah. Then all of a sudden he accidentally hit the undertake and then he's the biggest heel in the company. So, what? It, it never, it was just random. It was random, but didn't it work? It, it worked. Yeah. And I thought, I know the payoff from this. They, they're going to, Michael's going to get his faction. Yeah. Brett's going to have his faction. Survivor Series, we're going to get yeah. team versus team. I thought that was a build. Mm. I was so wrong. That would have been immense, though, wouldn't it? DX versus the Heart Foundation. Imagine, just imagine the DX, you know, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, New Age Outlaws and X-Pac. That's five yeah. against Brett, Brett Hart, Owen Hart, Bulldog, Pillman and Jimmy Anvil Neidhart. Yeah. What a fucking match that would have been. Yeah, it would have been pretty good. I think it would have made more money. That, that would have been an awesome match. Um, Im- imagine though, imagine... Let's go. Let's go to two thousand and six, for instance. Yeah. Just for instance, maybe two thousand ten. I don't know. 
Just just think of all five of the DX members I've just mentioned. Yeah. And think of all five of the Heart Foundation members. Yeah. Nobody's died. Okay. Yeah. You know, people have disappeared, gone to other companies, and then people come back, and then they're at that age where this is the last chance they've got to do this match. Yeah. Imagine, imagine how massive that would have been. Yeah. All those years later. Yeah, they they're probably trying to do it at Crown Jewels. <laughs> if you like that. Dude, they it, know. it doesn't matter if they died or not. No, no. Just get sort of looks like him. Oh man. Joe Kazuna in the fifty man battle royal. Oh or yeah. <laughs> but it was um I must admit that that is one dream match I've always wanted to see. Yeah. You know. Oh, it just would have been immense. DX, the only thing we ever got to DX officially fighting the Heart Foundation was Triple H and Michaels versus Heart Dynasty. That's right. Yeah, I remember. Which I, I, I quite enjoyed that. It was a good match. Because it just reminded me of like Brett. And, um, now, there's the, there's there's comments uh, that I think was on YouTube by Tyson Kidd. Yeah. Uh, who, so him and Triple H actually helped put that match together. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, um, and I, yeah, quite 2010. What? Yeah, that was good. <clears throat> yeah, I think it was just not long after, you know, I don't even know when that was. I think it was a later part of 2009, not 2010, actually. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, because Michael's, Michael's retired in 2010. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it would have been 2009. But, um, yeah, if we were, so Survivor Series 97, if we were to see that five-man tag, that, that you know, that's a dream match. Yeah, I'd take, do you know I'd take any scenario? Because in 97, they weren't, they were, they were still going down the eight-man form, formula. Mm-hmm. So, so let's 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 take Pillman out of the equation because of what happened. Now. That would have been impossible. It was... So I, I would have gone for Shawn Michaels, Triple H, New Age Outlaws. Okay. Because X Pac was still with WCW at this time. Yes, he was. Wasn't he? So Outlaws, mm-hmm. DX. Yeah, that would have been good. Brett, Anvil, Owen, Gordon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good scenario. China, obviously, in DX's corner. Yeah, yeah. I would have took that. Yeah, I, I would have t- taken that. All of them was all on that card that night. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been good. I loved I love I love coming up with dream match scenarios. It's and great. do you know what? I that way they would have never had the issue with the screw job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Keep the battle on the Undertaker, Leighton Connell as champion. Yeah, see I always see this is why I like I love nineteen ninety seven because it's it's the it's that year you wish something did happen or didn't happen. There's so much of that that whole year, but <clears throat> but then you get the knocking effect because mm-hmm. then the butterfly effect. So, so oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you say you got Undertaker as champion '97. Right. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, so he's he hasn't lost that bout at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I would have done, I would have done. Just you could get Kane who just debuted, fight the Undertaker at Survivor Series. Kane wins that bout, world champion, good run, mm-hmm. dominant. Then it's like. Lost in a one ninety eight rumble. Maybe not, maybe. But then you just don't get the whole payoff, do you? No, you don't. I do agree. I so do it's agree. Quite... Yeah. But Sean and Brad should never have fought as far as he's nice for that battle. Should never have happened. No. Even even though I thought I still do think it's a work and they just played everyone so good. <clears throat> if it is and it's the greatest work in history. Thing is, though, it wasn't even a great match, was it? No, no. Bret Hart beat the crap into him. Yeah, for like the whole match. Mm. Yeah, no, it, it was. Oh. It was rubbish for for their level of talent. Like the match was not good. You've only got to look at WrestleMania twelve. Yeah, and then you look at that, you yeah. think, what the fuck? Yeah, it's the worst match I've seen them have. Yeah, I prefer their match at Survivor Series ninety two. Five years prior, the main event. Shit, yeah. Yeah, they they main evented Survivor Series twice mm. for the championship. It was title for title in '92, but the Inter weren't on the line. It was just the WWE. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah, John Michaels at the Inter because his argument was, I beat the Bulldog. You lost about the Bulldog. I beat off the Bulldog. I'm the number one contender. Got you right. And in the way, he was right. Like he done what Brett couldn't do. Beat Bulldog. So when when that match happened, I know we're going back a bit and we're yeah, slightly yeah. sidetracking, but yeah. I want to know this. So, Survivor Series 92 then, mm-hmm. this match, 
Was Kevin Nash was with um? No, he wasn't. So who was it? Was Sherry? Was that? I believe. Yeah, I think he was. Was Sherry. that? Yeah. So when did Kevin Nash come come into the? Ninety three. Ninety three. Right. Okay. New gen. He right. was one of the new gen guys. Right. Well, of course. Ninety two was still like golden. Was it right? Okay. Yeah. Got ya. Got ya. No, but I had yeah. to ask that question. Maybe watch that match. Yeah, I think I will. I had. I think I may have watched it once because I. I got all these. Well, I've had in the past a lot of these old wrestling WWE yeah. DVDs, and uh, you have like these collection sets and whatever else. And I think there's a there's a Survivor Series. I'll tell you what it is. I had a Survivor Series '92 and '93 on one of those tag classic Silver Vision oh, DVDs, okay. and I think I had it on there. I had it in the Ufology. Did you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, ninety ninety two. Yeah, they did four. Got yeah. Because back then in '92, they had four pay per views a year, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That only changed till '95. '95 is when they increased. <laughs> These are the in your houses, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty bad at the time. <laughs> Yeah, we're, 1995 is a painful year that me and Terry have discussed about many, many times. Yeah. But um, but anyway, we're talking about 97 right now. We're talking about a good year, yeah, within reason. Yeah, a good year, yeah. So after, um, where are we to? After Montreal, you know, the night after, they're basically just doing the ultimate piss take with Brett, aren't they? So sitting kind of the yeah. Canadian flag up Sean's nose and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's fucking Is this funny. when now they, t- was this a raw... That they said that Jimmy Anvil has joined the X. I think it. Um, so I know he joined. No, I don't know. He joined the X, didn't he? Something like that, yeah. And they just like, just like I think trying to end up like blowing him, grabbing <laughs> <laughs> right. him, just rubbing it a bit more. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it was so. Oh man, I can't remember actually. But I think you have mentioned it. You have mentioned it. It was something roughly like that, Jimmy mm. Anvil. But um. See, we're leading up to the In Your House 19, aren't we? Yeah. D-Generation X. Yeah, yeah, the first pay-per-view. First pay-per-view. Named after them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not good. No, it wasn't very good, was it? Not a good night for DX. No, and I didn't like how Sean went against Shamrock. I don't think... I just... I don't know. It was rushed. It was so rushed, 100%. Yeah, Shamrock yeah. Shamrock in 97 was, like, untouchable. Mm. So he would have been a threat to anyone. Yeah. Sean Michaels is world champion, so you you would expect like this is it, mm-hmm. but it just chucked that match together. It should never have been Shamrock, like to my mind, like Owen Hart should have just like it should have just been Owen straight away, like next night on Raw or two weeks after the Survivor Series, Owen should have come out and said, "Look, I'm the last, I'm the last one here now." Yeah, yeah. I want and just beat the crap in Michaels. Yeah, yeah. And people would have loved that. Mm-hmm. Generation X, Owen, Sean. But he went with Shamrock, which is where how? What does Shamrock ever do to deserve that win? That match? See, I don't even I don't even remember the build up. No, this is nothing. No. <laughs> I can't I don't know if there was a build up. I generally don't think so, and if there was, it would have only been for about one episode of Raw. Right, yeah. But yeah, the match was just just naff, wasn't it? Mm. The only thing I remember of the whole match was Owen coming out at the end and pushing Sean Michaels off the apron. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's all people remember from pretty much the whole pay per view. The um the whole, literally from Survivor Series yeah. to the early part of January two, uh, 1998, yeah. I wasn't watching it. You wasn't watching I it? I wasn't watching it. We hadn't, I, I think my mum and dad didn't have Sky or some of some sort. Oh, okay. Something, something had happened and why, yeah, yeah. I couldn't watch it. So I've only ever had to look back on it. Ah. You've got to think, this is 25 years ago. I was seven years old. Or eight years old. Yeah, to start watching ninety seven pay per views with me then. Yeah. Try and Well we'll get there. We're gonna get there. So <clears throat> And then Triple H <clears throat> had that gone off and match with Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Boot, like, it was a was it a boot camp match or yeah, something? It's yeah. Crap. Yeah. It didn't need to happen. Like Triple H is in at the time then the biggest faction in WWE. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest hills now. Like obviously being Hard with Shawn Michaels, paired with him. And he's fighting Sergeant Slaughter. He's like, who wants to see that? Yeah. <laughs> the whole roster they had as well. I, was like, I know they didn't have like an amazing roster at the 97 ish, but I would rather see 
Triple H versus like, yeah, anyone. Put him against Shamrock. Mm. Anyone but bloody Sergeant Slaughter. He had had a match in years prior to this, though, had he? No. He was, yeah, it's just out of shape. What? Yeah, it was, oh, it's just so, oh, it's so bad. I did like the, entertain, the, the entertainment side of how they would take the piss out of Sergeant Slaughter because they put those, um, Oh, what do you call them? Oh, yeah, the the, the, the helmet with the vibes. Helmet the, with the vibes, yeah. The yeah, vibes. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that was funny. Yeah. You know, that was funny. But it was just, um, match-wise, nah. Nah. If, if anyone's going to watch Degeneration X, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking about watching that baby, just don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the only match I could recommend, if you want someone a bit different, would have been Stone Cold and The Rock. That was the only, when Stone Cold drove up, Pickup down was it a pickup? Was it de- what a degeneration expo for you? Mm-hmm. It's for the IC title, and I remember someone ra- Dido Brown ran at Stone Cold and Stone Cold ch- straight over the top row with his feet went on the windscreen. Really, that is D- that's degeneration expo. I couldn't remember that. So any matter I recommend watching, apart from that, just don't bother. Right, okay. Pay-per-view. Right, take note, everybody. Watch. Take note. In your house, nineteen. There's one match to watch. That's it. Uh, and it was the first ever Rock and Austin pay-per-view match they've ever had movie yeah it must have been so uh degeneration x mm-hmm. their first ever match one-on-one well one against five four <clears throat> it was basically stone cold being a crappy donation mm. but yeah no nah, that's worth watching yeah don't worry about dx though <laughs> so here's here's the interesting thing we've gone from sean michaels being in a feud with the undertaker since some slam 97 yeah. From the chair shot to the head. Yeah. And then we've had Ground Zero. We've had, uh, so, yeah, In Your House 17, Ground Zero with yeah. the Undertaker, which came to a no contest. Yeah. Then you have In Your House 18, Bad Blood, Head in a Cell. Yeah. Shawn Michaels wins that. Yeah. Yeah, with the interference of the debut from Kane. Yeah. And then for the next two months, you don't really have a lot. And then here we go again. We rumbled 1998. Yeah. We've got Shawn Michaels the Undertaker again in the casket match. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the well, this is the demise of Shawn Michaels really in the Attitude Era. This is it, isn't it? The Shawn Michaels Undertaker match in '98 was just same again. Like there's no build. There wasn't a lot of a build, was there? The, to me, it's like oh god, we lost Brett. What are we gonna do? Mm, who's next? Undertaker. He do. Mm. Shamrock didn't work. It was just like a, and that's how it felt. It just felt like no build again. Yeah, Royal Rumble's like one of their biggest pay-per-views, one of their most watched. It's just like just chucked. I did enjoy it though. I loved it too. Yeah, it was good. And I think as well when when we when our opinions come across to how there wasn't a build to it, when we first watched it, you you don't put that into perspective at all, do you? No. It's only when you look back at it and think there wasn't a build, there wasn't enough there to make it worth. You know, yeah, but I think this is, this is the magic about WWE and wrestling. They just this is what you get, which is what yeah. you've got now. You can com- you can moan and complain and put your opinions about it later on, yeah. And that's that's just the magic, and that you know, that's what makes it very special. I think the only thing they were going down that route was that build was they were saying that Kane was part of DX in 98. Yeah, I think I remember something like that. Yeah, I think this is literally what the, the feud was built on because mm. I think when Triple H came out of the Royal Rumble. Everyone thought he's coming out to. He come out to attack DX, and then he ended up turning on the Undertaker, and it, it's like a bit weird. Right, yeah, yeah. But it's all built around Kane. Mm-hmm. That feud was built purely on Kane. I think it's just to get Kane and Undertaker's build for Mania. Yeah. Oh my God. That I know the match wasn't fantastic, but Kane and Undertaker WrestleMania fourteen. Yeah. The best story ever told. Yeah, and it and it continues until well, I know it's over now, but it is the greatest story ever told. Yeah, it's the most entertaining. And do you know what? There's bits where you can easily get emotional and emotionally invested by watching something relating to Kane and the Undertaker. Yeah, they... I, I I've, um, I always found Taker very boring prior to the Attitude Era. Yeah, it's just the character that kept it alive. But I found it? when he was with him and Kane, it made Undertaker exciting. Definitely, yeah. It got to that point though. Didn't I, I see? I enjoyed watching. Yeah, look, watching back, I loved how the Undertaker's evolved. That's what made me. Yeah. 
That's why he has such a long career. Yeah, Changed yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it got to that point in 1997 where you need a little bit more now. Yeah. And here comes Kane. That's what he needed. Yeah. He needed that. So, this, you know, so we got that from... Um, yeah, so if I remember rightly, Roy Rumble 98, you know, him and you know, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, Kane comes out, puts him in the casket and sets the casket alight. Yeah. And he and Kane does that, that iconic pose where he gets on his knees mm-hmm. like the Undertaker does and you know raises his hand yeah um, you get that from it which is again it's 100% entertaining yeah it's such great times was that a main event not Royal Rumble was that it, it, it was, was after wasn't it well you, it was, the Royal Rumble match was the main event okay I wasn't too sure with yeah because I oh man that was just I love that pay-per-view that's yeah I absolutely love Royal Rumble '98. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to watch it. Mm. I have seen it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going back and rewatching it. All. It's, do you know what? It's a really gritty Royal Rumble. Mm. It's like really like proper attitude era. Yeah. It's really yeah. It makes me fucking grin from ear to ear. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. me too. Um, so for those of you who might know, we may have mentioned it in another last two podcast. Terry is actually going through watching all the new generation era of the WWE. Yeah. So where are you at at the moment? I'm uh, currently I'm at um, May May fifteenth, nineteen ninety six. Okay, so going we're... up to Beware of the Dog. Right. Yeah. So I've seen all the, I have seen all these pay per views, but I watched them when I was a child, mm-hmm. and obviously my thoughts have changed on wrestling. So I'm going back to rewatch it to see what I've missed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so things I'm saying now about like the attitude era with DX, I'm going off of when I was 10 years old. Sure. So I need to go back, which I'm doing and re- yeah. rewatch it. Yeah. So when you get to the attitude era, yeah, I'm going to hop on this train with you and we're, do the, do the... and we're going to do it together. Cause, um, we can also like review the paper. And I think, yeah, definitely. I want, like, oh, yeah, I want. Like we did one night only. Yeah, we do every attitude pay per view. Yeah, we're gonna be really busy, you know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, this and we, this attitude era part is like, this is just my thing. Yeah, because I'm, you know, you know what I've said about the attitude era. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's just. It's your era. It's my era. You know, it's one of the shortest eras as well. I know it's a shame. Don't get me wrong. I mean thousands and thousands of wrestling fans they say on facebook forums and everything oh yeah yeah attitude error bring back the attitude error yeah it worked then wouldn't work now no it wouldn't work now no no it was just it back then it, it worked well and it was successful then because of where we were at that time <laughs> in the world do you know like i'm watching um as i say like i'm watching the new gen right and just the stuff like jerry king lord of the same that's mental isn't it but yeah, yeah. Most of it I can't even say on it. Mm-hmm. It's that bad. Yeah. And it's like, how are you getting? It's a PG show as well. Keep in mind, New Gen was PG. It was, yeah. And Sobby. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Sobby Vega came out last night and he's been told to sit at the commentator's table <laughs> with, with Jared King Lawler. Oh, God, here we go. Be careful, where. <laughs> Jared King Lawler thought he was a waiter. Delivering tacos, <laughs> tacos. Yeah, yeah. You Mexican. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I don't know what he is, but I thought, man, you couldn't get away with that. No way <laughs> could you do that now. No. But again, this is like when we're talking about Degeneration X. You think of what they were doing at this point. Then, yeah, you wouldn't get away with that now. They only barely got away with it then. I know. So now, nah, it, it <clears throat> the attitude there is done, dusted. Mm. You can never do it again. No, no, no. But um, hell of a time. Yeah. Hell of a freaking time. I love the Andrew era. <clears throat> Me and all my mates, like, that's when we proper got into wrestling. Because mm. they got into it. It was just me. All my mates were, they jumped on the bandwagon, 98, the Austin wagon. You know when Austin got big? Yeah, yeah. They jumped on right there and then we started wrestling with each other, having our own events. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, it was a great time. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, Royal Rumble 98. Yeah. Shawn Michaels. Yeah. He screws his back up. Yeah. He's got one more match left of that whole entire year. Well, until 2002. Yeah. So, 
February pay-per-view, he is completely and utterly gone. He's gone. And, re- <laughs> and replaced by Savio Vega. Yeah. Oh, shout out. Um, and New Age Outlaws. Yeah, yeah. So that was a little indication, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Never never see planted for that. Yeah. Mm. Who did they fight? Obviously Stone Cold. No, this is No Way Out 98. I don't remember. Did Kane go against Vader? Yeah, wasn't it Mask versus Mask? Yeah. He smacked Vader in the face with a hammer or something prior. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. He did smack the ring power, uh, hammer to hit the smack him on the face. Jesus. Nah, I can't remember. I can't remember who Stone Cold teamed with. No, no. But um, you know, when you no think of D- when you think of DX in in that month, it's not a huge thing that kind of they, they got a lot of TV time, they're lot and stuff. They're doing a lot of. We were Mike Tyson, 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 weren't they? It's leading up to that, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what that's that's what I remember mostly. Around the February time, yeah. Because obviously Tyson and Austin had that situation after the Rumble '98. Yeah. So it's around like I would say like no way out, no way out in Texas. That's what I've been. That's years. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In Texas. Um, I remember. Uh, yeah, Tyson was around that time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I remember around that time is when Shawn Michaels got smacked in the face with a battery or something as well in the head. Yeah, that was at the that was at a press conference. I think that was on a Wednesday or something. Yeah, maybe was it was it the week. Leading up to the Sunday of yeah, WrestleMania I mean, 14. Yeah, so. so yeah, February went nothing really because obviously Shawn Michaels was out. Yeah, so it was just so many <clears throat> Triple H. I'll tell you another thing actually. Triple H was injured, wasn't he? He was, yeah, he was on the crutches. Yeah, he fucked his knee up. So, um, a DX uh, wrestling wise and just not non existent, but they're, no. they're, they're getting the TV time, they're getting the microphone on and yeah. doing their thing, which is good. You know, so they're, they're keeping they're keeping it alive. Yeah, but they're, they're only just keeping it alive from. If I remember rightly, from January to March, Triple H was in a real good feud with Owen Hart. That's right, WrestleMania fourteen, him and Owen versus uh, yeah, him and Owen for the uh, European Championship. Yeah, 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 and he screwed Owen at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, smacking him with the, with his um, stick. Ah, yes, because. Triple H came out with his crutches and he had the European Championship around his belt. Yeah, around his waist. One of them across the back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Owen Hart was on the Stone Cold's team and they were out. Sorry, it just popped into my head. Oh, well, no, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't know why. I, I It's um, it's a weird blur. It's, it's a, for, for me, back then, it was a bit of a weird time because I don't... I can't quite remember watching all the Raws and like the build-up, but I remember watching Royal Rumble 98. Um, I don't remember watching No Way Out, but from WrestleMania onwards, I was I was fine, you know. Everyone, everyone after WrestleMania fourteen, mm. that's when people were hooked. Hundred percent, because the, the Austin era had yeah, begun. Has begun, yeah, yeah. No Way Out. I remember watching it. I was just really, really blurry. Mm. And I think they're still messing around with like the midgets. And... Yeah, that was very much coming to an end, though. Yeah. Yeah. The. Um... Yeah, because to be fair, they they had they were bringing in a lot of the Mexican guys coming in and stuff. Yeah, don't get me wrong, I love I love all that. You yeah, know, but I think that the yeah the midget thing was if they had the right talent, <laughs> I would have I would have been yeah. open to it. You know, yeah, it was just like Max Mini was right. Everyone, he was just carrying the whole rest of the run. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't like how I, t- I didn't I didn't like how Vince McMahon betrayed them. I yeah. don't think he did them any justice in WWE. No, no, he didn't. No, and it was a shame. Yeah, yeah. It really was a shame because I, I have watched a lot of those type of matches on YouTube and I actually really enjoy them. Yeah, it just makes Sonny the referee. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you can't do right now. She's um, in another... Wow. She's a bit busy. She's a bit busy. We'll go with that. She's doing porridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, no. So we're basically... We're at WrestleMania 14, aren't we now? Yeah. And this is it. This is the, the last kind of night of what we know as DX at this point. The OCDX. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just, you know, the night after, it's just Triple H in China, but Shawn Michaels' match with Steve Austin, mm. very painful match to watch. Wasn't yeah. a bad match. Wasn't a bad match, all considering. Yeah, but 
Jesus, you could really see that Sean was struggling. Yeah. <clears throat> I loved I loved how he came out in that ring attire, that bright red D Generation X HBK ring attire. Yeah. You know, he came out. He had the DX band. He had the DX band playing. Um Yeah, no. A good way to go out, I thought. Yeah. It's a shame he lost because of obviously his situation. Oh, no. Just, just if he didn't get injured. Yeah. Stone Cold would have gone over anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, and do you think, right, hundred Shawn Michaels at hundred percent, and Stone Cold, like, what were you? Uh, do you know, like, some people said if Shawn Michaels was hundred percent and Stone Cold, that match would have been awesome. It would have been amazing. However, however, I would just chuck this in there. Their ninety-seven King of the Ring match, less than a year prior to that, sucked. It was shit, wasn't it? And that is them, both. Mm. That's before the neck injury of Austin, the back injury of Shawn Michaels. I know. And the match was not that good. No, no. Do you, do you, do you know the one thing that stood out in that match? Was Shawn Michael trying to help that fan? That's oh yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. That poor kid. Yeah, that poor kid with the yeah uh, disability. Didn't that it? was a good Shawn Michaels. That was a good babyface Shawn Michaels. Yeah. But the other thing that really stood out to me the most about that match was Shawn Michaels' ring attire. Yeah, it was white. It was the white. It was the zebra kind of print. Yeah. With the, with the red outline around the hearts. <clears throat> white, white attire. Shawn Michaels always my best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what? I, again, Shawn Michaels is that one of our favourites of all time. Yeah. His ring attire always appealed to me. Yeah. Even early, early Shawn Michaels, way before he put the hearts on, is, oh, just think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Huge, huge fan of Shawn Michaels' ring attire. Really. Um. Yeah, him and Steve Austin just just never clicked for it, me. It didn't at night. It definitely didn't at King of the Ring. I just don't know why. Sometimes you just get these two good wrestlers. Mm. Just don't work. No. Um, we spoke about this on never like um, Shawn Michaels and Bulldog never worked. Don't know why. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like they good matches. Yeah. But they're not like for who they are. It's not wow, is it? Mm. It's a shame. But, yeah. you know, we've got what we've got. We appreciate what we've seen. Yeah, yeah. At least we've had it. At least we've seen it. Yeah. Um, And we, yeah, so Shawn Michaels' last match, WrestleMania 14. Painful thing to watch be- because we all know of Shawn's condition. Yeah. But wasn't a terrible match. No. But I loved how Austin went over. I was a huge fan of that. Yeah. But, um, you know, after did that. You, did, you, did, you, did you find, though, the ending of that? I didn't think Mike Tyson needed to come back. Uh, no, that's the that's the one thing that ruined the match. Because it was a fast count. It was way too of a fast count. It, it was just, like one, two, three. Yeah. It was and like, I just thought like you just screwed Michaels. Yeah, yeah. That to me that don't give that I mean, if you're a real wrestling fan like us, mm-hmm. you break down every little piece. Break it down. <laughs> break it down. <laughs> um you just you could just see like, like Sean Michaels got screwed. Didn't yeah, it? yeah, no, he did. And he never had his referee show on. He had a DX top on, didn't he? Yeah. You know, and they put, um, I think Mike Tyson lays an Austin 316 t-shirt on top of Shawn Michaels yeah. when he's <clears throat> knocked out from the yeah. sucker punch from Tyson, you know, when he's let down on the foot. But to be fair, the the punch that Shawn Michaels took from Mike Tyson sold that perfect. Yeah, he's done that well. And also, the uh, when Shawn tries to counteract the um, stunner from Steve Austin, very famous. Very, very Seen famous. a lot of wrestling games. Exactly that. Yeah. yeah. But that is my... That's one of the favourite... That's my favourite iconic moment for Steve yeah. Austin and Shawn Michaels. One of the best ever stunts. Exactly. About 40. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I mean, when I when I think of this Stone Cold Stunner, I always think of how The Rock used to stun it. I know there's like a joke between the two of them. Oh, yeah. But you know, who could oversell it the most? But yeah, The Rock did it, did it justice for sure. Yeah. But um, so anyway, WrestleMania fourteen. We all know the inevitable. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do, uh, this podcast uh, for episode three is actually going to come to an end. Uh, so this was actually part one of the D Generation X uh, episode, and uh, episode four will be part two. Part two, yeah. So um, can't do all the DX and one. You can't do it in one. And, you know, we've been doing this for 54 minutes or so. Yeah. You know, every man needs a pee break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
yeah, so thank you very much for joining us on part one of episode three, Degeneration X, of the TNS Wrestling Show. Uh, we'll be back. Um, we'll be back <clears throat> very shortly. Yeah, very shortly. Yeah. Very shortly on episode four, part two of Degeneration X. Um, it's been interesting actually talking about this part of DX at this point because we're talking about the new generation part, which you are a big fan of. Yeah. Leading into the Attitude Era, which I'm obviously a big fan of. Yeah. And, you know, I think I think it was good to cut this part of the episode off at the end of Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Epis- whole... And episode two, we're, we're talking about from then on. Yeah. You know, I think we've done the right thing. Because yeah. to be fair, I think with this episode as well, we've covered the vital part of DX. Yeah, there's the a lot... The most important part. The most important part. And there was a lot to talk about. Whether we might be able to squeeze the rest of it in in episode two. Uh, sorry, episode four. Part right. two. I reckon we could. Let's see what we can do. Yeah, if not, it'll be a episode ten, Degeneration X. <laughs> Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Oh, no. <laughs> let, let, let's just not, not just, let's just, we just can't. Let's, let's, let's end this episode properly. And thank everyone very much <laughs> for joining on episode three. Join us on episode four of part two of Degeneration X. Thank you all very much for watching. Watching? What am I on about? Listening. Listening. Break it down. Break it down. My <laughs> bad. Thank you, guys. <laughs>